Campfire, a podcast, three dudes kicking it around the fire discussing the day's hot topics, their opinions, and all kinds of banter. Sit back, relax, tune in, and feel the warmth as the red light is about to turn on. on guys i just turned the red light on hey, oh, just now. i must just have now. i must have just Retro. Turned, Retro. i must have turned it off earlier and had it running for whatever reason so whatever we were talking about before delete that shit keith delete <laughs> yeah. it, it uh, you need to bleach wow. that drive oh. and me and hillary clinton will show up at your house with the hammers for the rest of it okay Okay. okay. Yeah. I will put in in the notes the command oh that I used to shred the last there episode. <laughs> it's literally called shred. Pseudo shred. Shred. Yes. Shred. So here's a full reset. And uh, I don't know what the hell we were talking about now. Decentralized blockchain, whatever yeah, internet yeah. thing that you throwing buzzwords together. Where the fuck together. do I go? Where the fuck do I go to do some real research on the internet? Unbiased, unfiltered search results. Just let me search.brave.com. And search. good luck with with Brave, because their their results are spotty at best, but they're not biased. I, oh, I, I okay. use Brave every day. I use Brave Search every day, but they they don't have something that Google has or DuckDuckGo has. They don't they don't seem to elevate things that are more viewed and more popular. Uh, they don't rank things. In that way, and maybe that's a good. They don't thing, rank but... it by hits. Yeah, yeah, they they don't seem to because when I use Brave Search to look for something, it, it's more difficult to find what I'm looking for, even when it's not something that could potentially be controversial. If if I want to look for, um, uh, I don't know, a, a bed and breakfast, it's way easier to find it on Google. Oh yeah. Well, you also have the whole dynamic of high indexing that Google has yeah. done the whole time. There is the goggles um thing on there on Brave search. On Brave? Yeah, so when you would search normal on Brave, you can hit the goggles beta and then it will Oh no shit. insert like you're doing a Google search. So you can get some of the ranking that way and then jump back and forth. You can go back to all, which is just purely the the um, returns. The it's just returns. Yeah. Okay, now I see. I gotcha. You can kind of live in both worlds, but safely. More or less. Interesting. I still think we need more decentralized Oh yeah, internet. 
I still say Odyssey is the best support. Bet, man. We're trying to do a live stream and stuff. We should just move to Odyssey. We're not going to have to worry about anything. I mean, we're not going to get monetized anyways on YouTube because we don't have a big enough following oh, to be monetized. YouTube. Well, let's be and, clear. I mean, Keith, me and you are a little different than Nick. Nick's not going to get fired for the subject matter we have. Me and you might. Highly and likely. There have been a few episodes in season two where I'm like, shit. Why did I say that? That's on the fucking internet. Yeah. I mean, it's true. I believe it. I've seen it with my own eyes. But, you know, if either of my employers hear me say this, I might lose my fucking job. Yeah. It's, it's been on my mind, too, man. But, it's but also... I mean, uh, that, that doesn't change. I mean, even on Odyssey, people can just fucking go to Odyssey and yeah. listen to what we have to say. Yeah. My thing is more of getting shit taken down for, like, stupid shit. Like, just talking about COVID. I don't need to have a flag that we talked about the COVID word. <laughs> well, hell, I mean, just, what, two or three episodes ago on Spotify, we were flagged for COVID-19 misinformation. Yep. We were? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't spread any disinformation. No, we it's, didn't. It's misinformation, not disinformation. Now, we do. They're the same fucking thing. Don't be a liberal, Keith. They're the same fucking thing. Oh, man, I tell you what. It's a hell of a world living in 1984. This Orwellian shit's getting really fucking old, and we need some more Heinlein in the world. Heinlein. I mean, not the incest, but we need some fucking Heinlein. What do you mean? I don't know that. Well, when it comes to sci-fi, everybody knows Roddenberry and everybody knows Lucas. That's Star Trek and Star Wars. And uh, that's just tip of the iceberg when it comes to real sci-fi. And like just to understand. Just for a second. Just a tip. (laughs) Just for a moment. Just to Just see, to how, see it how it feels. feels. Yeah. I but um, both Roddenberry and Lucas were reading sci-fi when they wrote their stories. And they were reading the likes of Robert Heinlein and Andre Norton. Mm. And uh, some of you, if there's anybody listening... You might know Robert Heinlein from Starship Troopers. He wrote the original novel, Starship Troopers. Uh, In the 1990s, a a Marxist, a communist, a socialist remade the movie as a farce. He was trying to make fun of Heinlein and uh, the views that Robert Heinlein was trying to portray in his works. Now, uh, Heinlein was a Navy man, and he was a Federalist, and he believed uh, strongly in a, a, a strong, you know, federal government. Uh, well, that's not federalism, so back up. Well, yes. Strong federal myself. government. Yeah. Thank you. But... Uh, A lot of the ideas that he 
tried to portray were that citizenship should be earned and not given, that you have to give back to society in order to earn the rights and privileges of that society. So you want the right to vote? You have to be a citizen to vote, okay? Yeah, you can live here and work, and but you have to become a citizen in order to vote. Another thing was you had to be a citizen in order to get a license to have children. Ooh. Imagine that. Mm. 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 But think about it, fellas. Just think about it. We sit here almost every week and we talk about the basic family unit and the destruction of it. Now, what if in order to have children, you had to have a stable environment for them? You had to be able to provide that family unit for them. That's the way it is now. That's and, the way it is in reality, short of uh, some government mandate or law. That's literally rea reality. Anybody can reproduce. Anybody. Yeah, and they can, they can produce all kinds of fucked up kids like the rest of us. Yes. But here is a society that forces you to have a plan for providing for those children before you're allowed to have them. Now, I do not know the consequences in this society if you have children without a license. Um, however, I don't know. Let's ask Mao Zedong. <laughs> uh, one the easiest way to gain citizenship was through military service, and military service was highly encouraged. Israel. And it was only um, like two years, even in, right, in, in right. Starship Troopers. I think in the book it might have been three, but even at that, it wasn't necessarily that you were going to be doing combat. You were just you were joining federal service. You weren't necessarily joining the military. It was a job but they were, through them. Right. It, it was a job. They were going to give you a job serving the Federation. Right. Okay. And they were going to give you a job that best met your skills. Okay. The education system was flawless in this society. Um, By the way, folks, let's all keep in mind, this was science fiction. Science fiction. Science fiction. Because there's no way a government will ever know what's best for you and your family. Never. No. No. But it's also interesting to note that so often in a Heinlein novel, they would be at war against a species that was communist. For example, the bugs. They were yeah. a hive. It was... It's all an allegory. Star Trek, Star Wars, Ford. Starship Troopers. Um, but it's just that Heinlein differs from Lucas and Roddenberry in the political perspective that these stories are told from. 
and how these societies develop throughout the storyline. Uh, I mean, Star Trek is uh, rather obviously left leaning. Left leaning. Way to call the left. it socialist. Socialist. No, that's, uh, this is communist. Full on communism. Star Wars is interesting when you try to start addressing politics because, you know, they kill democracy in favor of imperialism, but there's a constant rebellion for freedom. So uh, there's a lot of different politics going on in Star Wars. Um, I don't know. It's hard to pick out anything other than the death of democracy and the rise of totalitarianism. And and that's the Imperial Army, right? Mm-hmm. And Star mm-hmm. Wars. The Empire. The Empire. Empire. You know. And forgive me, because I don't know what characters in Star Wars sided with the, the Empire or... Um, whatever other well uh factions there were but um sounds like the empire fucking sucked because they were totalitarian yes yes and they ruled through fear intimidation um all the The dark horrible tactics yeah the, the dark side of the force uh but all star wars goes back to uh the clone wars and what happened uh after the Clone Wars. Well, the Clone Wars were actually a fabricated war. It was a false war because the Dark Emperor, Lord Palpatine, who's the most evil person in the fucking galaxy, has manipulated everybody in the galaxy to lead to this war. And it's all designed to destroy the Senate and impose him as emperor of the galaxy. And he masterfully orchestrates every single detail. And the empire is born out of the ashes of the old republic. Yeah. And it's it's interesting to note the emperor keeps the Senate around for a while and just slowly keeps pulling power away from them. And he keeps overburdening them with bureaucratic bullshit and no legislation can get passed through. It gets bogged down in the quagmire of, of bureaucracy. And uh, the emperor finally convinces everybody in the galaxy that he can do it much more quickly and efficiently and he abolishes the senate sends all the senators home and he takes Mm. over ruling the galaxy from his big black chair on his death star emergency powers Hmm. yes emergency Mm. powers (coughs) COVID (coughs) and then one day Luke Skywalker shows up Fucks his whole world up, blows up his Death Star, throws his bitch ass down an elevator shaft, 
and uh, saves the galaxy. However, this rebel alliance who had fought so hard to defeat the Empire has now almost defeated the Empire. Remember, it's a big-ass place, and there's a lot of Empire everywhere, so they haven't killed everybody off yet. And now they're in charge. They're in charge of the galaxy now. The there's problems everywhere. The rebels, the rebel alliance. They're in charge and they have no idea what to fucking do. They're like a dog chasing a car. And they finally catch it. And they have no idea what to do. And they're fucking caught with their, you know, ass in their hand. This is like the day after... Return of the Jedi. They had no plan for how to lead once they win. Wonderful story. That was just the most beautiful story I've already heard from Star Trek. Where? Oh, you know, the Maquis going up against the Federation and the Dominion and uh, fucking. Uh, okay, but. And, they... you know, and, you know, the MAGA Republicans going up against. Uh, they did not fucking... have. They didn't have Space Samurai with Mitch lasers McConnell on. and. Yeah, they didn't have the Jewish space lasers. You're right. They didn't have the Jewish space lasers. <laughs> Or whatever the fuck it was you just said. But it's Space the same fucking story. Samurai of... with laser sword. Yeah, exactly. Just... And they didn't have Han Solo because as cool as the Jedi are, they're never, ever going to be as fucking cool or as badass as Han Solo. I want to know All which right. one in, in this whole scheme of stories, which one does Trump most... Uh, resemble and I'm thinking it's probably who uh, Mace Windu no he's Samuel L. Jackson I'll tell you who most resembles Mace Windu is Samuel L. Jackson that's it nobody else ever oh, damn it so shut the fuck up on that, that. wasn't the fucking question there's Trump. only there's Trump. only there's only two options here that I see. Um, I want to say that he is Bail Organa, who is Leia, Leia's dad, stepdad, if you will, the senator from Alderaan, who rescued Yoda and Kenobi. Yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, trying to think who that guy was. Ewan McGregor. Oh yeah. Okay. Basically, the best Jedi ever. So. Well, you know, Mark Hamill said that uh, Trump would be Jabba the Hutt because <laughs> he is such a wonderful character person. Now, I could see that analogy. I can't. Um, That's a little off base, yeah. I think. Well, just 
I mean, Jabba was a wonderful businessman. He really was. He ran half the galaxy, and all he did was sit his fat ass in a fucking cave and have green girls dance naked for him all day. All right? He's feeding bitches to rancors left and right, owning the galaxy. I mean, he's making money hand over fist. He's got bounty hunters scared of him. So, I mean, there are some... Yeah, I, there are some yeah, lines I mean, there I could see, but honestly, I, I, guess, I guess you're right. Okay. What Mark Hamill says is probably there probably is a there is a character in, in the expanded universe. Um, I found a meme that's going to make it great. I got to share it to everyone, but keep talking yeah, while I get it. this set up. There's yeah, a character in the expanded universe. There was a trilogy of books written by Timothy Zahn that are excellent, and uh, until these Disney movies came out, this was considered exactly what happened after Return of the Jedi. And in those novels, there's a character by the name of Talon Card. And uh, he's a pretty interesting character, one-time gangster, one-time smuggler, now a mostly legitimate businessman running a large section of the galaxy who comes to the aid of the alliance because like I said they took over power after the emperor died and had no idea what the fuck to do so uh, Talon Card actually saves their ass at the last minute and prevents the alliance from Losing to the remnants of the empire. That sounds more like Trump than Jabba the Hutt. Right. Talon Card is more of who Trump is. Uh, and if any of our listeners know who I'm talking about, those are great fucking books, man. Yeah, there's <laughs> that's hilarious. So hold on two seconds here. <laughs> yeah. Jabba the Trump. <laughs> <laughs> That shit's funny. Now, (laughs) I know who I know who Obama is. Darth Maul. I can see that. George Soros is Lord Palpatine. Oh, that just made me think. No, I know who Trump is now. Nobody's going to like this. But it's Count Dooku. Well, I I counted the Dooku's I took today, and there were four of them. Three at work, one back here at the hotel. (laughs) So other than that, I don't know who Count Dooku is. Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I shit on company Company time. time. (laughs) Yeah. That's um, a good one. I'm salary, so company time doesn't matter. But uh, I don't know who these people are. And I'm trying to follow along. Nick, I'm humoring you. I really am. Go ahead. I'm done, Stock. I'm done with the Star Trek, Star Wars talk. We can move on to something else. I'm sorry to bore everybody with all the sci-fi. By the way, I'm actually not bored. Worf is back. I was going to say, hey, that uh, we had some videos, right, that were just brought out 
Joe, you were talking about wanting to talk about some stuff. Yeah, and I I wanted to talk about them. I still do, obviously, but um, I ended Star up Star Trek going to dinner and not having a chance to really look into it. Uh, all all I know is what I saw for you know ten oh, minutes today when I was yeah. reading the news report from from the Daily Wire. But um, you know, every I don't know if everyone knows, but um, uh, God damn it, what's his name? Speaker Tucker of the House, Cole. guys. Oh, Kevin. Kevin McCarthy. McCarthy, yeah. So when when the Republicans took control of the House shortly thereafter, the Speaker of the House, the new one that was barely fucking elected the Speaker, because, you know, the Republicans are a fucking mess, uh, he blocked some sort of uh, resolution or something in the House to keep all of the January 6th uh, CCTV footage from the media. And he said, nope, nope, we're, we're going to release this stuff. And, you know, in pure, stupid Republican pa- fashion, he released all this footage to Fox News, particularly to Tucker Carlson. Which... Don't get me wrong. I like Tucker. Uh, I I disagree with him on on a lot because he's kind of a big government Republican, and I don't Mm -hmm. like that. But, um... Uh, Yeah, uh, Tucker's a bitch. At least least it wasn't CNN and MSNBC because they already had the shit. You can't tell me that they didn't already have all this footage. Oh, no, no. They were all over it today. They were all fucking over that shit. And it pisses me off how they come right out immediately and say, well, Tucker Carlson is trying to portray the uh, horribly violent. Yeah, uh, yeah. what actually so, happened? Extremely hazardous. Like, that's the insurgency thing. riots. That's the thing. As like, a peaceful protest. And I'm like, yeah. Okay, there were over a million people there i believe right and and yeah. that what we're talking about here a million fucking people there if it was an insurgency they what don't want you yeah. can't stop a million people right. you want to want know what it's like when a million people show up ask some korean war vets who were rolling up on the chinese coast but and all of a sudden the ridge line filled with people. Either, no. either way, what he's brought out is the things that I saw on live stream from like a shit ton of people that I saw yes. there during yes. the whole thing. Yeah. And it was Keith, I remember you and I walking talking through. to each other that yeah. day. Like they were literally getting escorted they through were getting and escorted. They were shown stuff. They're like, oh yeah, this is this person's place. This is this person's place. This is where they sit in here. You know, yeah, that's fine. You know, do whatever. But, and they're like. But what we saw with the release of this stuff to Fox News, which I'm sure. Now, let's let's think about the timeline. January 6th, 2021. All this stuff happened, and then the government released all that footage to MSNBC and CNN. Right. Exclusively. And then they cut it to pieces and made a narrative. Right. That's what they do. 
I'm not dogging him for it. I mean, I am dogging him for it. You guys are fucking pieces of shit. Fuck you. But then, but then now we're in 2023. Kevin McCarthy releases it to Fox News, who is obviously also going to chop it up and piece right. it and together. And I hate Fox to News. Form a they're, narrative. They're, they're just... cunts that I fucking hate them. But at least, at least we still get to see a different narrative, even if it's fucking wrong. But what I saw today in that short clip is what Keith just said. Uh, That's the stuff I saw during the live feeds. Yeah, several. Keith, do you remember that day? I remember that day. I was outside at work, probably neglecting my duties because I'm like, (laughs) holy fucking shit. Like, what's going on? In D.C. right now, we're supposed to be getting a new president, and what the fuck is this? What's this dude with the horns and the fucking coonskin cap doing in the Capitol building? It, oh, wait a minute. They're not attacked. There are cops right beside him. They don't care. What's going on? What? So, like, I, what? S- I saw yeah. the, the, three, the three doors, two doors get smashed, like the glass, and then a side pane of glass that got smashed. And then internal, there is like a side pane that got smashed that supposedly uh, what's her face yeah. was trying to go over, and when she got shot, yeah, the only person. I, um, but anyways, yeah. with that, I'm saying that we saw not an egregious craziness that we see. Yeah, I didn't. Where see that. the whole town gets taken over by people and make their own sovereign area and push the police out and stuff to me that's Mm. insurgency way more than what this is well a a military coup is what this was called and if you didn't notice the military wasn't there at all at all and furthermore a coup is when a formidable a formidable force attempts to overthrow a government. A million people is a formidable force. Yes, it is. But they still have to Not, completely throw over the government to try to yeah, actually. Well, I mean, not Being necessarily. Is not, not necessarily an attempted coup. Right. It's a demonstration. Well, if you think about how our it's an assembly is formed it's it's hard to to enact a coup because we have all of these legislative and uh judicial processes to exchange power from one president to another or from one house of congress to the next congress and so on and so forth so I always thought it was really irresponsible and disingenuous to call January 6th an attempted coup because it was, you know, a couple hundred dumb fucks that were essentially just let into the chambers of Congress. They didn't even force their way in. That's the thing. No, they they didn't force their way in. I mean, some of them were destructive and... Yeah. illegally so they were breaking windows they were trying to get in 
They and, damaged senators' property in their offices. Yes, right. uh-huh. They they did break locks to get into senators' offices. I think one guy was seen taking a shit at Nancy Pelosi's desk. Well, <laughs> my thing look, is, is, I'll that... go to jail if I get to take a shit on Nancy Pelosi's desk. <laughs> that was Let hilarious. That's a fine piece but, of oak uh, that I would drag my cornhole across one honestly they were led onto the senate floor uh these there were no senators fleeing for their lives no there was nobody going in there to assassinate senators well let's Um, be clear within two hours of all of this uh egregious shit happening and the attempted coup within two hours congress is back in session certifying the election yeah, and we had a new president after that. And wait, that's mm-hmm. as it should be. Continuity that's... of government. You keep shit a rolling. I mean, we're yes. not stopping. Even if there was an attempted insurgency, you haul everybody down the street. You get them back together. You vote. You continue the fucking government. Yeah, there is continuity of government. There are procedures, and they must be handled, exactly. regardless of any of this. And and nobody outside was trying to. Nobody was trying to stop the peaceful handover of power. No, that's nobody not was true. trying to stop that's that. That's not true. That's not true. There were literally people there that were trying to break into Congress to stop the Republican. Vice President Mike Pence and the Republican Senate leader Mitch McConnell from certifying the election in favor of a Democrat. What you're 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 so you're telling me that you were overthrowing the Republicans because you're a Republican? I, I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. A bunch of Republicans showed up to overthrow Republicans? No. No. That's not what that was. Everybody yes, who was. showed No, everybody who showed up there that day was there to protest the results of the election. Yes. Because you were correct. They felt that the election was stolen from them. It was fraudulent in some way. They didn't know which way. They didn't know which way. They couldn't prove it, but their gut and their instinct told them that something was not right with this. And, and they showed up and a lot of people showed up to say, this is not right. Now, if there were people out there who really thought that they were going to stop the peaceful transfer of power, there were those people. But that was not the majority. That was an extreme minority. Yes, you are correct. And there were all of people those people there. should be arrested and thrown in jail. Yes, I agree with that. Anybody who damaged property, anybody who injured another person. Anyone who committed treason. Those people were committing treason. They should be thrown in jail. And now, they were. I want to point out. There were people who carried a firearm into the Capitol that day. I want to now, see that evidence because I me, have heard that that wasn't a thing. Me, personally, um, 
as somebody who has taken an oath of enlistment to protect this country with my life, if need be, would never, ever in my life enter the halls of Congress, the White House, anywhere with a firearm unless I was one of the last men in this country and I was standing there trying to defend it. Why? Why? There's absolutely no need to take a firearm into that building. Right. There's no need to tell me that I can't bring it in, though. There is no... I don't need to have an action to have a tool on me. There's no need for a firearm in that building. That is Congress. It doesn't matter. It's not holy ground. I I see what you're saying, But it is. I I agree with you. I agree with you. It is not holy ground. It is not holy ground. I will argue this. I I will argue and I'll crush you because I'm telling you the sovereignty of God is is the only thing that is holy. And there's nothing man-made, period, that can ever be holy. So Congress is not holy in any way, shape, or form. I, I see both sides to this, guys. You uh, still have I see reverence. What you're saying, you still have reverence for it, but it is. I not should be holy. able to open carry or concealed carry a weapon anywhere the fuck I want, and I'm with you on that. I will, especially in the halls of Congress. I will say that I would hold reverence to it, saying that it is an honorable thing that you don't mm-hmm. need to. But I'm not saying that. I'm not going to force or impose that force on someone to not yeah. carry. I, I agree with you, but... Because if they... In reality, up, if, the, the laws do say no fucking weapons in the halls of Congress. But Nick, um, I've not heard any reports of people carrying weapons into the halls of Congress. If, if you're going to tell me that the dude with horns and the coonskin cap was carrying a weapon because it was a long staff with an American flag. Go fuck yourself. I want to, I want to see report. I want to see video evidence, photographic evidence of someone with a weapon that day in Congress. Cause I don't think that happened. Maybe it did. I could be wrong. Please show me the evidence because as far as I know, um, it was an armed insurrection according to our legacy media but no one could show me anyone carrying a weapon from what i heard except the cops that shot that lady trying to climb that wall from what i heard that there was some people that were taking like uh, arrested or whatever out in the the courtyard and not inside so i don't know as far as i understood anyone inside did not have a weapon at all i mean besides having items there were people there that day who were armed i don't know if yeah. they made it inside of the capitol or not yeah. but there were plenty of armed people out of a million people yeah outside 10% of them had guns you have an army of 100,000 on the lawn in washington dc that's a large armed force um I'm just I'm just throwing some things out there here, fellas. Yeah, yeah. Throwing some I don't think out. that it'd be ten percent now. I would say and that all it would of be those guns being there at most. It, it was probably maybe a couple hundred people because that's all that got in. Uh, because we did have continuity of government, and I'm not you know, saying the, in. I'm saying like yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, well, in DC, you're not allowed to have a fucking weapon anyways, right? Right. Just like well, New York City. So which way are we going and, with and, this? Is, is it a good thing or a bad thing? I mean... You want my opinion here? And this is going to sum up my opinion on pretty much this whole January 6th thing. Um, I had... I had the opportunity to go to D.C. then. I do know people who were there. They were not inside of the Capitol building, but they were on the steps of the Capitol building. They saw the people go through the doors. I have heard all of their stories of what happened that day. Nick, it's been nice knowing you. When you disappear, I will help take care of your family. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks for admitting this on air. Uh, I I was not there. I would not have gone. Uh, no. I didn't no, why want would we to go? go to this. We already fucking voted. Why would we go? It. I it, would have went to the speech, but it's that's more about than it that. If I was Listen, local enough. It's more than that. And you guys... You kind of hit on this a bit a minute ago. Um, and it also touches on the narrative of this being an insurgency. And if you look at Washington, D.C. as a living monument to every single man, woman, and child who died in service to or in the building of this country, and I mean from the soldiers, sailors, and airmen who died in wars, to the men and women and children who died as pioneers forging their way out west, to the men, women, and children who died right here on the East Coast in the colonies, every single step of the way to, it is a monument to every slave who was freed, who was emancipated, who was given the right to vote, to every woman who was earned the right to vote. It is a monument to every single American who has ever worked a day in this country and paid their taxes. It is the embodiment of every single American in every single building that you see up and down that mall from the Lincoln Monument all the way to the Capitol building, White House, back over to, I don't know what's over across there, Jefferson. It is all a monument to be honored, to be cherished. Yeah. And I, I do feel that the the peaceful protest, the insurgency, was in well the peaceful protest that took place that day was in poor taste at best and charging into the capital was absolutely fucking stupid mm-hmm. and unnecessary and it never should have happened ever i think i condemned it that day i couldn't believe what i was watching so but yes, I the would... people, the people who acted violently, who destroyed property, 
they need held accountable for those actions. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. For the people who were outside just there taking part in a historic event. That's it. They were just there. Right. No qualms. Uh, no different than any other tourist who has ever been someplace. They just okay. happened to be there at a point in time but that this happened. Real quick, I would say, though, on that same link, if they were let in, those people are not in trouble unless they vandalized and that's true. If they broke their that. way in a door and charged through, yes. That's if a door was open and, and somebody said, come on in, yeah, it's a public building during business hours. Why can't I go in? Technically, I would say if a door um, is wide open, you guys if, open if they it, were it's never, a public place. At that if point. they were never given a lawful order by Capitol Police to cease and desist, then they hadn't done anything wrong. Um, there was another really valid point here that I wanted to make in all of this. Anyway, somebody else take it. Go ahead. Well, I got you. I got you on this. So I'm, like Keith said, in the same vein, what you're talking about, Nick, where all of these underrepresented groups over the past couple hundred years have been able to uh, gain their already God-given rights by protesting and, and at times even revolting against our government. Um, all of these houses of, of government, the, the legislature and, and the monuments and, and the White House and, and the Supreme Court, they, they, they all stand as monuments to our system of government and the ability of the people of our country to effectuate change. Uh, on that day, again, Keith, I remember talking to you. I remember watching this live happening. And I remember thinking, you know, just a month ago, I watched a bunch of revolting protesters turn to rioters and burn down people's <clears throat> private businesses and their homes. I'm glad and, you said that. And just shut the fuck up for a second. Listen, this is this is a big difference. Fuck the government. Fuck the government. Uh, our government is built on people effectuating change through through force against our government. That's what it's built on. That's why we have our Second Amendment and our First Amendment. And that, that's what it's all about. How else are you going to effectuate change if you don't show up at the fucking steps and demand that something be done? That's the way it's kind of written. I got an idea. I got an idea. We get a bunch of guys, we we shove them into a wooden horse, we give them the wooden horse as a gift. Yeah, okay, cool. But but seriously, like, I would rather see uh, a group of a million people storm the Capitol and make a big ruckus than I would a hundred thousand people 
flood the streets of Minneapolis and and burn it to the fucking ground. Or make a mockery of our okay. government by pleading our solidarity to freaking a crackhead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like that to me yeah. is way more egregious. Yeah. Let's than a take the government shit. buildings. The man who held a gun to a pregnant woman's belly. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. right. That's why I'm I saying. Know. That I know. There, there's a cause to fight for here. You, and you can't. Uh, yeah. That's why I don't see that it's like so highly revered uh, that I, you can't yep. be on the property. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I can't. I can't believe how people think that our government and our our, our seat, the 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 federal federal seat of Washington D.C. is so hallowed and and because of all the sacrifices that everybody made and it, it's such hallowed ground. No, it's fucking not. That's the most vulnerable ground. That is the first thing that needs to go. Right. The way that that's where you go to protest. That's where you if you're going to be violent, that's where you need to go. Don't come to my fucking neighborhood. Don't go to some poor black neighborhood in Minneapolis. Don't go to some neighborhood in in uh Oregon where yeah. people don't know any better. These are just citizens. They've earned their way. Leave them the fuck alone. You go to the government. Am I saying something I shouldn't say? No. We're just trying to fill in the uh, show notes here. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Little inside I, jokes on the show notes. <laughs> I have OBS running and I put hotkeys to shift in a number. So like when you guys are talking, I hit shift two because it's the dudes talking. Uh-huh. It you up and then three for trio so it's all three of us and break it apart but i forget because i'm in the show notes so i'm sitting there putting like ampersand hashtag percent i see that (laughs) (laughs) and then i usually delete it but i forgot but but seriously let's 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 take some some Uh, reverence away from our government because the government is supposed to be we're yeah. supposed to thumb our noses at the governments. That's government. that's the whole part. That's the whole foundation of our government. It's okay. set up to where we can tell them to go fuck themselves, and there are processes for it. Not that we followed those processes that day, but um, when those processes don't work in a legitimate way, we're supposed to be able to show up with our Second Amendment and say, no, go fuck yourself. That's not what we voted for, or we know you're corrupt. Uh, and I remember thinking this as I was watching all this stuff. I was thinking, holy shit, the media is going to make a huge deal about this yeah. and talk about how this is all treason and blah, 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 but they had nothing to fucking say when our cities were burning down for some crackhead. Yep. But they were peaceful. And those were peaceful protests. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Those were peaceful protests. So peaceful, you get hit in the head with a skateboard. You damn near get your neck broken. You got to pop three guys just to make it home that night. Mm -hmm. And then you get roasted nationwide for it. Yep. Exactly. 
Now, and, and it's isn't it all disingenuous though? Because these these liberals that effectuate all this stuff on on the media in the media, they have no reverence for our constitution. They don't give a fuck about that. No, they they it's, it's they want power. It's such a it's such they're a weird use fear dichotomy. To get power. We're back to using fear and just intimidation to gain power, just like the fucking emperor. That's the kind of shit that pisses me the yeah. fuck off. And I You're guarantee right. you one thing. You know, I talked about it before. That oath of enlistment is to defend this nation from enemies, foreign and domestic. And this is not a nation who rules through fear and intimidation. Never has been, never will be. Well, you know, what I say that's really going wrong is that we're, and I'm going to bring it this way, is that I think the lack of God in our country, the lack of God in our society is causing this high fear and the high greed that's coming through with this. And, and I, I feel I, that it can be corrected, and I'm not trying to impose it, but I'm just saying there is a correlation that I'm seeing, at least. And I can agree with that to an extent, because I know plenty of good good people in this world who would not claim to be Christian. They're not going to church. You know. I'm willing I'm to sure. meet people just at the whole higher being that's higher than them to have some kind of morality push onto you. Like because I think compass. Because if you don't have that, if you don't have that higher being, then it's going to cause the deviation in our humanity to fuck uh, up everything and be greedy as fuck. And that's what I think this country is doing, is that we've strayed too far away from the family and what represents the family, God. I mean, a higher being, you can call it whatever you want. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nick's zoning out, looking at his game now. <laughs> we're talking about religion. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to find a way to explain the way that I view religion and how I can reconcile those views back into Christianity and the Judeo-Christian values that well, I was raised on. It's funny because Jews and Christians have already done that. Uh, just. Now, I know there's many people out there, atheists or not even atheists, just people who think it's all made up. Yeah, there you go. You may not believe in a God or a higher power. And I would still debate you on that because I think they all do. (laughs) Okay, now just listen to me. Listen to me. Hear me out here. (laughs) Hear this out, Keith. Yeah, okay. They have made a conscious choice to not believe in a higher power. Um, yeah, delightful. And I think that I want to think that they did that, you know, <clears throat> intelligently with a lot of thought. 
not haphazardly, yeah, not because it was like, popular you know, or something. It's it, it it's probably something that they arrived at over uh, you know several life experiences. So um, what I'm getting at here is you may not believe in a higher deity, but you believe in yourself and you believe in yourself strong enough that you're going to go out without religion, without uh, a God, and your faith is now all on yourself. You're going to go out through this world all on your own. So in my version of religion, you are God, and you need to treat it like that, treat your life like that. You are the universe that you live in. And if you pollute your universe, you're going to be living in a dirty universe. Okay, a lot of this is kind of you make your own fate kind of thing. You make your own luck. Hey, so well, before he's, gonna... he's making, the, making the point for Christians here. So I am, I'm trying to tie this back into Christianity. Oh, okay. You want to laugh about it, go for I th- it. I but... thought you were making a case against it. I'm sorry. I'm really not. I'm trying to explain my point of view. And I know I'm, I'm, uh, I knock Christianity at times, but you got to understand it's, it's not really the, the faith itself that I'm knocking. Do you like it's the people? It's, it's the people. It's the people, and it's the way it's been presented at this point in history, well, as obviously. compared to previous points. Uh, I, I just, I'm. Do you know? I'm not well, a fan of the New Testament. I'm not a fan of the honest. New Testament. You, let's okay, be so honest. He, Christians have not helped the case at all. There were. No, far more horrible Christians than there are. Shouldn't be the children's crusade. I'm out. You send children to their death thinking that God will protect them. That was the dumbest fucking thing in history. Well, that's that's like saying all Republicans are. Responsible for January 6th. Come on. I get it. I understand. But everybody listened to the Pope, right? No. No. Bad idea. Absolutely fucking not. And the As question a Catholic, is imperialism. Imperialism. No. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck that shit. We've had some very bad popes. And also, cool. which pope do you would you follow? Would you follow the Roman pope, you or you don't follow the Eastern Orthodox pope, or you don't follow the pope a, from there, France? I, Hold on a second. There's a there's an East Eastern Orthodox Pope. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. It, it will fuck that guy. He has a cool beard though. It's yeah, pretty well, over cool the beard. beard. Yeah, oh, well the popes man. in the Vatican have a cool hat, but some of them are dumb fucking liberals. At any rate, even people who are agnostic, atheist, they still believe in a higher deity. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what I was saying. Um, Morality. They still do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and it's self-evident. Yes. That's the whole yes. purpose. That's the whole purpose. <laughs> yes. You're striving to become a better person, a better version of you, a better human being, kinder. To everyone. To everything. Gentler. That's you know, more and, like what? In his image. The divinity of god but you are the, the divinity character. yeah you yes. are you are too yeah 
now God lives in me, right? Yeah. Okay, and he, I live in God, right? If he created everything, you are him because he made the dust that you're created you, of. You're the yes. water that it's created of. You are the universe. When you look up at the stars at night, you're looking at your own cells. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes, we are the stuff of stars. You are an atom, a tiny little atom inside of your own body. With all this space in between the next atom. And when you go out in your life and you make poor choices and you hang out with the wrong people and you do drugs and you murder, cheat, steal, lie, and fuck everybody over to get by in life and you keep waking up the next day and you're feeling like shit and your whole life has fallen apart, you might want to think that it might have something to do with polluting your own environment. And if you started making some real life choices and changing your environment so your universe your life overall would get better lead a better healthier life put better things into your body do you know the easiest way to start any of that is taking your own mind and like just having that inner thought be positive take the negative out of it yes Turn that literally Tai Chi, that shit, and flip it around Chai and tea. have it just get the hell out of the well, way. And well, this, guys, this is one of the things I love about Jordan Peterson, who seems right wing oh, and very Christian. Christ, we're back he to seems right wing and very Christian. Fuck me running. But he's very middle of the road. No, um, he's not. Yeah, he is. He is. He's yeah. centered. He is fucking center. He is like no! left of he, he is, is left of such, like, in the right. current political no, diagram. No, no, in the current political in it with the current uh No, I'm not uh, saying he's window, right wing. I'm not that's saying exi- he's right exactly wing. what you just said. Yeah. I'm just saying just he's little... not center. Yeah, he's he is. over to the right. No, he's not. He's conservative. No, he's not. <laughs> He's conservative from a far, far, far left, yes. Yeah, no. when, you're, when you're way over here saying God doesn't exist and this is all stupid and we can do this without Judeo-Christian values, yeah, he seems right-wing, but he's really not. But, he's right in the middle yeah. of the fucking road, and he he doesn't even profess to be Christian. He doesn't profess to be right-wing. He has very socially liberal values. So if you take if you take empathy and listening to people's perspectives, he will call a transgender person by their preferred pronouns if they ask him to genuinely. He's not right wing. Some greedy ass bastard that's trying to compel speech. He's not right wing. My thing is, is it you would take AOC as the extreme left. He's in the middle, Jordan Peterson, and then you'd have Mary freaking Taylor Green as the far right. Mm-hmm. He would be dead center. He he's dead center. He really fucking is. He is the center of our founding principles. There's no question about it. But God, we were founded by racists. Well, that's uh, if you want to yeah. play devil's advocate. We were founded by England. White. We weren't founded by. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were. By, we're yeah, we're, we're all fucking English. Nah. 
and let's French. be clear, the English abolished slavery before the United States there. did. Mm-hmm. They did. But there were caveats to that. Oh yeah, uh, some we, of the other we, colonies got class systems afterwards. We adapted um, their system of jurisprudence. It's called English common law. Mm-hmm. It's how we operate. Jordan Peterson is center. He's not right wing. Oh, like By Jordan any stretch Peterson. Of the, could have fooled me. <laughs> you really me too. <laughs> I think. For everybody listening, Nick just likes to be contrary. Oh, I do. He just likes to argue with me. That's all it is. It's we'll sit and argue you. for fucking hours. It's not just you. I need and to bring he, my brother and if have I can find them an go edge, together because Chip would just be like, la, 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 No, I'm la, telling la, you la. what. If I can find an edge to argue on, I will die on that ledge. All right. I know. <laughs> and and you it. do. Most of the time. I will stand my ground. And, well, if it ain't stable ground, then it ain't stable, but I will stand on it till it hey, it's gone. Hey, everybody listening, go back to episode 11, the one we just dropped. And at the very end, Nick told me to go fuck myself or called me a dick or something. And that wasn't because we're good friends. It's because I fucking owned his ass. Judeo- Christian oh, uh, values, and he couldn't, uh, he couldn't debunk it. That, I, I want to blast we've been at this swear for, so for bad right now. Oh, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> His sign off was literally I Joe, am. you're a dick. Have a good night, everyone. I, I just I listened to it like two hours ago, dude. I know why I'm shit in your pillow. I'm so my question is, speaking of last episode, do we want this episode and last episode to drop at the same time? Give them a we might as uh, we could make we, this a BS episode. Make it a BOGO. Yeah. Buy one get one. Yeah, let, let's do let's do something like that and then Sunday we'll record another one. I like that idea. Down. There's a lot of shit happening. Besides, this has all been about sci-fi and January 6th. Yeah. Oh, There's been other topics. Yet again, yet again, religion. And you know one what? of these days, I'm going to get Nick to admit that religion's the way to go. I just, I just want it not. on. I just, I want it, rec- I want it recorded when Nick finally <laughs> succumbs to my ways we'll make t-shirts <laughs> you want me to succumb to your ways yeah the keyword has come right okay <laughs> keith that's the most raunchy thing i've ever heard you say on air <laughs> joe um let me put this on air for you and see if i can <laughs> Oh, technical difficulty. So number one, the issues that I have with religion are solely my own. Uh, I recognize them for what they are and I'll sort them out in due time because they are getting sorted out and I don't have nearly the issues with religion and Christianity that I used to. 
and being the man of honor that I've tried to live my life to be, um, when I do come to the house of God to bear my soul before him, I want to be prepared for that moment, if you know what I mean. You should be. Yeah. Uh, and that's the whole point I, of it. I just, I mean, I'm working to that point. I, I am every day. I'm working towards. Well, that dude, point. it's scary. It's scary. And Fucking scary. I've had many, uh, many very influential people in my life ask me at very significant uh, points in my life when uh, very big events happened. Um, they came to me and totally out of the blue would uh, ask me questions like, have you talked to the Lord lately? Have you asked Jesus to come into your life? Things like that. And, uh, you know, it just happens with the timing. And yeah, yeah. You, Hard time. It just, it just feels like God is using that person as his messenger. You know, to give me I'm that glad you signal. see it that way. I'm glad you so see it that I, way. I, I do see it. I do see it lingering with me, Joe. Um, mm-hmm. The things that uh, the events in my life that happened back in October and then here, you know, in the last two weeks mm-hmm. um, with the things I was doing. Uh, he's yeah. another one of those messengers. Exactly. He'll, he'll put that put that fork in the road right in front yes. of you. Yes. Because he knows he already told you what to do. And then he puts the fork in the road. It's well, <laughs> and you know, on on that, I've yeah. I've been struggling since about the first of the year, trying to really choose a path. And um, you know, uh, uh, I guess I, I I got a path to present itself, and I explored it a little bit. And in the end, I comfortably decided in, in in my heart and in my soul that that was not the path for me yeah. and after talking to the influential person there you know it, it, he kind of agreed that you know the path that i on i'm on is the path for me right now i'm just and if, if, if anyone being able to see it if anyone knows it's that guy that you talk mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. so there's just you know, people come in and out of your life, but some people come back in and become such an influence. Yeah. It's for a reason. Mm-hmm. So, and and I think it's a little, a little naive to think that those big influences and those uh, heavy moments are just because. I don't know, some dumb shit like the stars aligned or yes. or um it was pure coincidence right. or no. Mm-hmm. No. You you've been part of this existence for damn near forty years because you're an old bastard. And all of those influences were a result of that same influence that's coming at you now. It's all the same thing. Yeah. When, and, and 
it's it's the easy choices that you want to be wary of the hard choices in the end are actually really easy because with the hard choices you already know they're a hard choice so you're already wary of that choice so anyone worth their their salt is going to look at that hard choice and weigh all the options as you did yes and and those evidences were there because of the the system that was built on all of this mm-hmm. good versus evil it, it that's all it boils down to is good versus evil mm-hmm. what's right and what's wrong what's best and what's not well and i'm not preaching and, and, scripture and, and, but it's all written down in a fucking book it really is I don't, which, I don't know the good which book, book very well. Which book? Okay, I'm going to jump back to my anti-Christian stance here. Which book am I supposed to follow? Everybody's got their own. The Quran, the Torah, yeah, the book. New Testament, the Old Testament, the book of Eli, the book of Judah, the book of... Uh, 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 okay, are you done the off Holy your Mormon, soapbox? The Holy Roller Tabernacle Saints. Are you done off your soapbox or do you want to know? You know, they all yeah. preach out of the Bible, right? Except the Jews, which go for the Old Testament. That's it. Go ahead, Keith. So what are you trying to go? What's your path? Because you haven't said enough to put you on a path. Currently, I would put you more Mormon than anything, based on what you just said about how you believe in yourself being a god. Yeah, prophets and all I that mean, shit. I like multiple wives that's cool oh i mean i'm not knocking part of it because (laughs) there is logical reasoning for a lot of what they're doing but i'm just saying like which way you're going if you're going more of a christianity way then i would say that you would read the bible and the bible is consisting of both the old testament and new testament and i also believe in the apocrypha that has like maccabees and stuff that gives a beautiful reason of why we have Hanukkah and why even Jesus celebrated Hanukkah or the Festival of Lights. Well, Jesus was a Jew. He was. We all were. We never were not. Um, um, yes, yeah, it, yes, thank you. They ripped that pieces out because they I'll tried be to damned. say whatever we need. We need to do like um, an, an extra episode a week just for Bible study, I think. I'm down. Because well, it would now, get me more into the Bible. That's or the Torah. Or, or I know shit, another, we, can even, uh, we can even do the Quran. I don't uh, care. The Quran. We could do it, but dude, it's I, I, I'm dark and whole, It's so, yeah. Yeah, it's dark, the horrible. The Quran and... is blasphemous, and uh, yeah, fuck Muhammad. Well, no, so I mean, the yeah. whole, it actually says this, that it was a demon that was talking to him, and you can feel that as you're reading it. When well, he was read what, it, 70 years after Jesus, he was a little late to the party. Well, he right. was also a warlord and a pimp and had how many fucking wives and that were how many fucking... That were children. They were yeah. un, uh, under puberty. Yeah, and even in, in, the, parlance, oh, wait, in wait. the parlance of the time... Even that was unacceptable. Yeah, no, the whole thing was unacceptable with it being before she had maturity. Dude, 
a hundred years ago, women were marrying at right. 14, 15 years old. They've so. already had yeah, and their that's... stuff. Right. I'm not, was... I'm not talking about after being mature, which is what I'm saying is actually having their menstruation. Once they've become into being able to have a kid that was more considered that way. I don't agree with it, like, per se now kind of thing. But I'm saying back then, even, you know, right. I'm just talking stuff, from you know, a historical standpoint. Right, but I'm not talking like seven-year-old or an eight-year-old. I think this like, is a fatal mistake when we talk about no. especially Christianity in, in history. Um, uh, it can kind of be equated with uh, you know, the U.S.'s participation in slavery. We did it, but it was against our doctrine. And then we recognized that it was against our doctrine and said, whoa, wait a fucking minute. This is evil. Fuck this shit. Let's go kill these motherfuckers that want no, to I disagree. Do you really think these people didn't think this was evil when they were doing it? Why would you do it then? They were making money. I, I, I didn't make that. I, I, did, Wait, not, I did not say that. Let's back up a minute. I there were not say plenty that. of textile mills in the North who knew goddamn well that every bit of their fucking cotton was coming from the backs of black slaves in the South. Mm-hmm. And they wanted more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And it was the rich, white textile mill owners in the North because the South had no textile mills. It was they who drove the need for slaves in the South. They drove the prices of the cotton down. They drove the demand up. And the Southern plantation owners were either forced to expand or die. Do you know why? And that meant... Because we had the, the fur wars with the French and Canadians. But which became the Canadians. That's when we started fighting with them. So we were having that supply of textiles, of, you know, fur and everything else. And then you're talking about the French and Indian War. Yeah, we still had fur wars. It was a whole trade. I was talking, but. Right. That's why the demand for cotton exploded in about 1830. Okay. And from 1830 to 1860, the population of slaves in the United States tripled, okay? There were some three and a half million slaves in the southern states working plantations to bring cotton to the northern textile mills. The invention of the cotton gin by Eli Whitney only drove demand for more slaves because that cotton gin did not pick the cotton. It did not do the field work, and cotton is an incredibly labor-intensive crop. So is tobacco. Tobacco, which was brought here by rich white men because they knew it would grow in the fertile soils. You know who got richer than those white men? The people that invented combines and all these harvesting. They got richer. The, The ingenuity that followed the teachings of the Bible... That's that's real ingenuity. The, the when you free oh, people, God. When you free people, there's more profit. 
there's there's more happiness. There's more everything that is good. I want you to go back and say that line that you came into it with. When I equated, you just had to bring God into it anyway. Going on, it doesn't when matter. I, are you talking about when I equated, um, you know, the history of Christianity, especially you know around the Enlightenment, with American slavery? Is that what you're talking about? I mean, you're saying that the sl- slaves suddenly found religion, or that the people in the North suddenly found religion and said, "Hey, we got to." Get free? We got free these people. It's a, I, I, mean, I, I kinda, I, yeah, yeah. The people in the north are like, you know what? This is this is evil. We're we're making money off the backs of these poor slaves that we bought those off the Ashanti were, no, tribe they didn't in Africa. Care. No, yeah, it, no, they did, or yes, we wouldn't have fought a fucking war over it. Yes, there were people in the north who really had a big heart and felt for the humanity. This is not about of the slaves too. now. The people who really caused this war, the Civil War, no, they didn't give a fuck about the black people. No, they didn't. The people at the top of this war used slavery as a lever Mm. to fight the war, okay? Abraham Mm. Lincoln had a million opportunities to free the slaves, and he didn't do it. It was talked about many times in Congress, and he waffled on it. He wouldn't take a good position on it. He was asked many times when he was campaigning for his presidency about slavery, and he would never give a direct answer, and that's because it was such a controversial topic, and Abraham Lincoln was a pent-ultimate politician. He really was. And he knew how to work a crowd. Well, it's a goddamn good thing. The likes of which we didn't see until Barack Obama came along. Okay? Yep. No, fuck fuck Abraham Lincoln then. We we should tear down all his statues and remove his name from all the schools. And I agree. The only reason... uh, That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. The only reason he issued the Emancipation Proclamation was because it was politically popular to do so. When you're the president of the United States, you're, it's your job to do what is politically popular. Because as the president, you're supposed to listen to the people of your country and then do what they say. Now, how long did it take him to do that? He was too concerned with fighting the war for the well, you know, I mean, when he was Googling all this stuff, he probably, you know, didn't have the benefit of brave.search.com and and didn't know. We're not making any money he, off Brave, folks. Is, we're not. That's not a. I mean, I, I'm just saying. How the fuck was he supposed to know? And just saying, I am making money off Brave. But when I use it, I get crypto money for ads. Ah. Uh, <laughs> fucking corrupt. So. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> but Nick, that's literally the job of the president to campaign on something, get elected, and then keep listening to to your constituents. And that the same can be said for senators and representatives. 
you get elected on a platform. Lincoln was never an abolitionist. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, he... The, he was the, never an abolitionist, and history has portrayed him as the greatest abolitionist. Well, he was. He was, never, he was, he was the never. greatest abolitionist because, you know, the Republican Party was founded on that premise, among others, and he was elected on that premise, among others. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. He was elected on what premise? On that it's an hour and 23 minutes in, so we love y'all. Peace the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is so, over. So I guess it's Nick, over, guys. say your last little bit on a goodbye for this episode. Fuck Abraham Lincoln. And uh, God bless every soldier that's ever fought for this country. Yep. God all bless right. all the soldiers. And fuck the government. And Abraham Lincoln was a horrible racist. And all his statues should be torn down. Thanks for listening, folks. Go fuck yourselves, because you're all dumb. If you believe that shit. And I want to say, God bless every bit of this country from sea to sea and beyond. Every person in this country. Period. And yes, the soldiers too, but we need to start thinking about everyone. We the people, we not the soldiers. Especially God. Especially God. Peace, guys. Bye.